friend. Oi, 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 oh. friend. All right, what you guys talking about today? I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I do all this setup and then it's, and it's makeup I got and nothing. All this and you have nothing. I got nothing. <sighs> I have. Oh, did you see this thing on Netflix? What? Age of Samurai: Battle for Japan. I really want to watch that. I've been into this crime scene, The Vanishing at Cecil Hotel. People, this place is truly fucked up. <laughs> no, it's bad. I haven't been watching much Netflix. Did you watch Amend yet? No, I know. I, I just told said you all I haven't to watch I, much Netflix. I literally told you all to watch that. I haven't watched Netflix in probably like it's two weeks. It's the 14th Amendment. I understand. Well, we got 13th. Now we got Amend, which is the 14th. I, I, I get it. If y'all don't know nothing about the, the Constitution, these are two good documentaries to watch. And you know who did the cinematography on 13th? Yeah. At some point, I'm going to have him pop. Did you, you find the masking on Filmora yet? Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it is. It's, it's masking. Really, Don't even try it. It is masking. Really, and it's it's too much work. You said it's not really. It is absolute masking. It is, it no, is masking. No, it's not the same. Yes, it is the no. same. You just have to learn how to use it in the software. It is you, exactly the same. It's not Photoshop version. You can't like cut something out. You have to take the whatever you're going to green screen and shape it around the thing. So, that's masking. No. That's, no, that's, that's exactly that is, what masking is. That is far too much work. Doesn't masking come from like the idea of masking tape? Yes. But... <laughs> Masking tape would be faster and easier than I mean, to you're, try you're to literally with it. No. Cutting something and... No. Dude. I, no. Did you watch Daniel yet? I watched the video. I watched the very video that you were talking about. Him talking about masking inside of Filmora. And? And I watched that whole video and said no. No, you just don't want to do it. No, it's far That's too much work for such a little thing. thing. Well... That I don't really need. To, it doesn't. Well, really you know, you could always do the masking if it's an image. You know, you could always do the masking in something like yeah. Photoshop or Lightroom. Cut, I cut think. it out and then have that. Yeah, yeah. Just, just PNG. do it. Yeah, yeah. You could. That's do that. what I. That's what I. Uh, you do could probably anyway. do it in your other app. Then I have like four different. No, apps the, the one that you use. It. Yeah, you could probably just do it. Do the masking over there, yeah. then just import the thing which is probably faster because I've got procreate that I draw with mm -hmm. I have PixArt that I make all the thumbnails with mm -hmm. and that's on my phone and my iPad my and iPad one is so greedy if I if I really wanted to I guess I could use Photoshop well there you go and I think Lightroom I think there's masking in Lightroom as well I think I never use it it's not a thing I don't do a lot of collage Sky replacement. I just don't do any of that stuff. So, you don't use com composition I photos. No, I don't. I don't do a lot of that. I, I. I don't either. So because I don't really use it, I don't. I'm not really great at using it. I've done it before, but I did it like as part of a tutorial, and then never did it again. Because it's just not my way of. I. I want to take the photo. I don't want to make pictures. 
Check out the daily photo. Roll the intro. Because you don't really it, remember. Everybody stopped. You right. Everybody me. stopped I... so that you can say. Go ahead. But I already said it. The intro already rolled. Come on, man. Say it. You know it already happened. Say it. Roll the intro. That's, I mean, once everybody stops, like, as soon as everybody stops, it's like, boom. You can just jump in. Because basically when you say roll the intro, we roll the intro. No, what I'm saying is, as soon as, like, we do our little banter and we stop, you just go. You see what I'm saying? You, you, you're you kind of, like, you're anticipating for, you know, the moment. Just jump on in there, man. Take the shot, man. Take the shot. Okay. Hell yeah. Yeah, you guys got to watch them end. That's all it's to it. You want a, a good... I, so it was funny. I was talking about citizenship with one of my students. And it just hit me. You need to watch Amend. Because <laughs> that's what it's about. It's about the 14th Amendment. Um, Speaking of the internet. The interwebs. Did you guys have any problems with connection today? Like super slow? Or I think I... Yeah, I think I did for a few minutes. And then it went back to normal. I uploaded. No. What time was it? Uh, around 10:30 something. Yeah, she was not out yet. She wasn't. She wasn't oh, out. You. She wasn't. Of course I was. I was up at 6:30 this morning. She wasn't ooting a boot. I was not. I've been struggling to even get out of bed by the time my pill alarm goes off. Wow, I do have a list. Isn't that amazing? Here's my list. Wait a minute. What I'm is sick today? And that's that. <laughs> oh, I know why. I wrote it on here 218 or 222. It's the 25th. Today is the 25th. Yeah. Because sick person over there could not podcast last Thursday. I couldn't. I couldn't function. So I set it up so that we could potentially podcast on Monday. But you, but you can't do that. I can do that. We could have done it. We only do this for about an hour. It's fine. And then, since we didn't do it on Monday and we just did the game chat, check out Aaron's game chat. Videos where, going up right Where now. we play games at least once a week. <laughs> <laughs> at the very least. <laughs> at the very least. Yeah. <laughs> and we record it just for you. Um, that, that's not our tagline. Our tagline is we play games sometimes. They're um, very funny. Uh, you wouldn't even know. You haven't watched us. I can hear you. No, no, no. You've you got to watch, the, watch the See, now we have to tell more. you. Now we have to tell you to watch us the same way we tell you to watch TV shows. As the person who edits that the game bitch. chat. Yeah, there's a lot more that goes into it. It always is a lot more than you okay. shouldn't even watch this. Isn't just your funny that I hear. Yeah, you don't you've missed half of it. 
Last week I was asleep, so. And I mean, even in this video, there's always things that happen in these videos. There's always Whenever stuff that pops this up. Video ever you talked out. about bring out your dead in one of our videos, and guess what I did? You brought out your dead? That's you know what I'm saying? Awesome. You know what I'm saying, people? Total package. Um, you are the total package. So, I do have stuff. I guess, I guess we'll just jump right in. I'm sure you have nothing, right? Outside said, of COVID. She already said her list. I have COVID. You said that's the list? I have COVID. COVID is the list? Yeah, she's sick. That was her list. I sick. I'm we sick. sick. We sick? Every time I hear somebody say that, it, it, it makes me think of Malcolm. We sick? We sick. You know what I'm talking about? Not at the moment. Where Malcolm was talking about how the, um, I think he was talking about the house nigga versus the field nigga. And he was talking about the house nigga is the one that is closer to the master. So he was the one that when the master said he's sick, the house nigga would say, we sick. We sick? Every time I hear that, that's that's all I hear is, is Malcolm saying, we sick? <laughs> and the field nigga is hoping that he just died. Yeah. <laughs> that's the other part of that. <laughs> I think that was from Message to the Grassroots, but I, I'm not sure. I, I can't remember. <coughs> I think it is. That's the, that's the speech I know the best. All right. That's the one that we all agree tonight. All the speakers have agreed that America has a very serious problem. That's where that comes from. Message to the grassroots. All right. Um, Self-destruction. If you are into your rap music. Self-destruction. It's at the beginning of that song. You know what I'm talking about? Self-destruction has got the whole group of New York rappers in it. You're headed for self-destruction. Got it in her head right now. You got it in your head right now too. All right. Um. Okay. First thing I have on here is students want to talk more with the teacher present. What can we do? How do we make money? Because so many students want this. But they want don't want to pay for it. Ah, but they're gonna have to pay for it. Well, so then what can have we do? To pay for it because so what can we do? Listen, That's my problem. I get people every day saying, "Oh, I want to have." conversation or I uh -huh. want you to help me with your English with my English uh -huh. that's nice here's my fee well I can't afford that okay well here's my fee well that's my thing how do we how do we have a fee that makes sense for us to then offer that service the problem that that we have currently with the people that are contacting us they are former students from where you're you are now and the fool has um, charged so little for his courses that they want us to then continue on that fee schedule. Okay, but we're not... I don't even really think that's an issue. This is what we charge. This is what we charge. So, okay, fine. This is what we charge. But why are we only looking at the people that are here? There are more people no, around not. the world that want the exact same thing. Well, I've been contacted several times about, hey, can you, you know, tutor my children? Can you 
can you teach them several hours a week? And I give them the information. They're all excited about it. They're, I give them the price. They are okay with it. And then I never hear from them again. Well, does that mean we have to keep contacting them? Hounding I, them? I'm not going to hound but them. But we kind of have to. I'm not going to hound but them. I think we have to. Like, we have to put it back on the top of their mind. Yes, I did contact this person. Yes, I do want this service. Yes, my children need this. I just forgot all about it. You know what I'm saying? How do we how do we get back in front of those same people to say, hey, still available. We still have time slots available. Maybe that's what you do is we still have time slots available. Yeah, maybe. Because, you know, you're, you're going to have to... Mark, do the marketing. And then part of this being sick is I just You've got the art department to do all the marketing. Yeah. And part of being sick is I just haven't been... Like, I'll start to do something and I'll sit there and I can't remember what I was doing. Write it down. It's It's the brain fog. Like, I'm looking at the page and I see that what I'm supposed to be doing, but I can't... I can't oh, get oh, the, write it the down, function. Man. Just write it down. <clears throat> Make a list. Check it off. If you didn't check it off, you didn't do it yet. I mean, think think about it's how anybody... It's, it's actually completing the task. I know what I need to do. And then I get in there to go to complete the task. And then I just... I can't focus. I can't I know, but you complete just gotta, a sentence. You it's just got to fight through it. There is no... You just got to You just gotta push through. There is... I mean, what else can you do? This bed. is worse than pregnancy brain. I know, still. You just gotta push through it. And when you were pregnant, you still did stuff when you weren't supposed to, my, I might add. Because the stuff was not supposed to be done by her when she was yeah, pregnant. I'm, I was almost Yeah, I was Yeah, you were not supposed to be doing any of this stuff. So, and you still did. So, I mean, just how do you push through it? How do you sit back I and don't know. Right push now, through it? You, I'm you... so tired Look, man. and so What's foggy. On one What's her name? Agatha? No. <laughs> Not Agatha. Photon. What's her name? Monica. Monica. Like Monica. You got to push through. You just got to push through it. So you have no choice. See, I don't know her as Photon. But she is. I know her as Pulsar. Yeah, but she was also. Uh, she has like Captain Marvel. Different names. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. she's been multiple things. But but her suit is always the same colors, and it's pretty much the same. Except when she was Captain Marvel, her suit was not the same color. Yeah, we're all into that Wanda. I'm just waiting for tomorrow. (laughs) Second to last. Everybody thinks it's going to be a flashback episode to show us what happened, how they got there, with like Agatha? what? No, with or Wanda. Wanda. You gotta understand, we don't. There's so much of her story we do not know. I know. Like we don't know where. Well, in the MCU, we think that she gets her powers from the Mind Stone because of Strucker. But now that they've got the Fox property. That's the stone that went into vision, right? Yeah, but that's from Loki's scepter. He had Loki's scepter. Strucker had the scepter in Age of Ultron. He has the scepter sitting there. But he didn't crack it open. It doesn't matter. It still was able to unleash the twins (coughs) and kill off the other people, the other test subjects. They were the only two that, that survived. Yeah. 
The same scepter is, so Loki's scepter is sitting there in Eldron. Remember, um, oh, yeah, uh, Tony puts his glove on and grabs it off the thing. Yeah. Um, there, that's the connection between her and Vision, is the Mind Stone. Um, but in the comic books. It's not the Mind Stone at all. Magneto's, None of that happens. Magneto's children. But it's also their mutants. She gets her power from the saint. She gets her powers from the Darkhold writer. writer. The guy who created the Darkhold. He's the one. It's his powers that she has. That's why she has the red chaos magic. It comes from him. Did you notice that it changed in the show? Which one? The Darkhold or the, no, the magic? No, her magic. It went from, in the movies, it was like... like Pinky ready? No, not the color. It was always red, but the shape of it, it was like almost like smoke was coming out of her. And in the show, it's like this whole orb. But doesn't it? I, I, you know what I think that is? I think that's the same thing as, as Vision. Not yet. If you do a side by side of Vision from the movie and Vision's makeup from the TV show, they're not the same. And I, I think that just has to do with it being a TV show. You know what I mean? They can't put the time and energy that they put into the film in the TV show for the VFX. So they they just chose, let's just do it this way. It's but the it looks, same thing. But it looks more powerful. But it's, it's still like the same magic. It's still the same thing. And apparently, Far From Home is after the TV show takes place, which is a whole nother issue. And that's one of the things that that was pointed out by the nerds. You gotta watch your nerds um, about the the reason why Spider-Man is talking about a multiverse is because it's already been created. Everybody thinks that it's this show that WandaVision is going to then create the multiverse and thus allowing all the Spider-Man to come back movie. Yeah, Toby. I'm looking at you, baby. No, not him. You, hey, you, you don't like good, Toby? Toby was a good, good one. Spider-Man. Toby you was a good the, one. You have Toby Maguire, the good Spider-Man. Yeah. Then you have Andrew Garfield. That nobody understands why he was made a Spider-Man. Then Tom <laughs> Holland, who was an alright Spider-Man. He's the MCU Spider-Man. Oh, well, but Toby is a good Spider-Man, though. He was, he, he, he gets funky with it. <laughs> God, that scene. <laughs> have you ever have you seen it? Somebody took that scene and replaced all the sounds with like real sounds and took the music out. So then it's just dead silent and you just hear his like shoes scuffing on the pavement. Oh, it's so bad. Oh god, it's you know what? The most awkward they scene they ever. They could have I think it's just the fact that he's just that awkward. Probably. <laughs> because he could have just weird emo hair. He could have just been cool, but he—I don't think that the the actor can just be. No, cool. I don't think Tony so. Mubar he could have cool. he could have been cool and just walked down the street like, what the fuck, you know? Yeah. I'm the man, you know. And he could have just been the man. No, no. he puts a little. He had to, he I, I want to act like I'm all cool and no, 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 no. no. Yeah, all that stuff. And yeah, and the whole dance sequence thing. And no, see, they shouldn't have done none of that. Now, him going and playing the piano, I think that would have been cool. 
him walking in and playing a song and like pulling the prince on her ass. Oh yeah, Prince from Purple Rain, where you sing a song about the girl that's sitting right there. Oh yeah, that would be fine. Does he not play? He plays, but then he gets up and he like he starts he, doing his he little dance. dance. Yeah, he dances with, with <laughs> he dances with, with the other Stacey. girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's funny. The, and apparently he got paid a lot of money to be in the next, <laughs> the next film. It's funny because so like, the story of Venom in that third movie, how Venom mm-hmm. gets to Eddie and mm-hmm. that whole thing, that is from well, almost directly the comic book. But in the Venom movie, they don't do any of that. Because they don't have Spider-Man. Right. But they're talking about... Which means if they them, don't have Spider-Man, then the Eddie potential, Brock is at the bugle. There is the potential that then there's a multiverse that then Venom and... Uh, what's the other one? The one that's a vampire dude. Morbius. They come from another part of the multiverse, which then he can interact with. Because once they go to a multiverse, it all falls apart. Yeah. Anything can happen. Anything, anything can happen anywhere with anybody. Which is what happened with DC and what the connection now is with them and what is to come in Flashpoint and I'm talking about the films and the, the Snyder Cut. There's somehow they're going to, he's going to connect all of that so that the Flash movie, which we already know is coming, now will have the because Flash goes back in time to show up in Justice League. And he talks to Batman. Am I too no, early? No, 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 or is it in Batman v Sp- Superman? Batman versus Spider-Man. That Superman. That that we could have a whatever. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, but he comes back and talks Batman to him. But I think he comes back, he's supposedly going to come. Wake up. Don't be falling asleep. We're talking about important shit here. This is pop culture, man. It's a pop culture episode uh, section. I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh God! See, this is why you're supposed to watch the damn stuff. You gotta watch all I the don't shows. Like DC. And you gotta watch. You like Aquaman. Well, he's and so Woman. yummy. See what I'm saying? People. Oh, all right. And there's a second one that you haven't watched yet. I haven't even watched that yet. I have watched it. I, Aaron had us watch. Two had us watch Mulan this week. <clears throat> yeah. Was Mulan any good? I liked it. Keegan liked it. I thought it sucked. Well, there you go. Why did you think two it to one? Because if yeah. you you have the, the no spoilers Disney movie, and then you have this, and in the line of all the live action movies, they're all remakes. Of course they are. That yeah, is. and as a remake, this Mulan movie was terrible. They no. took out everything that made it what it was. Okay. Okay, so when Pocahontas came out, there was There's all... a live action Pocahontas? No, 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 no. I'm talking about the Disney version. When Pocahontas... They're all Disney. Okay, stop. <laughs> when, when the cartoon version or the animated version came there out. There you go. The animated, yes. <laughs> so many people had their panties in a twist because it was historically inaccurate. 100%. It was so historically inaccurate, it was offensive. And, Hence Disney. But a lot of people were the same way with the Mulan. Like when we were in China and I was like, oh, I love Mulan. It's one of my favorite movies. And they they were like, no, this is so wrong. It's not even close to what would happen. But then you can say the same thing about Little Mermaid. Of course. 
But it's a mermaid. No, you can say the same thing about the Little Mermaid in the original story. Oh, sure. And Snow White. Yeah. And Cinderella. So, anyway. And probably Dumbo. What I saw in the remake of Mulan is probably more historically accurate. Yeah, it's not. Than the, the original the animated about, I, version. I don't know about that. I, I have heard from the nerds, my the, the nerd consortium, and... Um, I'm sorry, but apparently even Chinese people are still very angry at Disney about the live-action Mulan, and they are like, stop making this. You're not doing it. Stop making... And see, they have have a different perspective on it, because it's their story. But they're like, no, stop making it. You know there's another movie coming out that's going to have everybody up in arms, too. It's a a dragon movie. Yeah. I like dragons. Yeah. It's uh, the last... It's not called The Last Dragon. That's in the title. <clears throat> like Shown Up and Leroy? No. <laughs> not like Shown Up and Leroy. Do you have that movie? <laughs> if you don't, please find Listen, that, because I haven't seen that in years. You watch that movie so many I know. times. Man, you gotta have your show nuff. I like that, I like <laughs> that movie. What are talking about? <laughs> you gotta have show nuff in your life. <laughs> Raya and the Last Dragon. Oh, yeah, I know about that. I don't know. That's the new one that's coming out. So, and I think that's Chinese. Yeah. I believe. Yeah. It is. It's got a Southeast Asian princess in it. And, um. Is it Raya? R-E-R-A-Y-A. And, um, I didn't realize this, but there's a, there's a thing with Disney princesses. All of the princess, all of the ones that we call princesses in, that are in Wreck-It Ralph, they're not all princesses. No, God no. And, and there's none of them but they're, are. No, 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 almost all of them are. There's only like two or three of them that are not. Like Belle is not a princess. No, she's not. Well, she marries a princess. Tiana isn't a princess. Yes, she is. Tiana marries a prince. Tiana becomes a prince. Yes, no, he was a prince. Rich guy. No, he was a prince. No, he was a prince. I know. She's the first black princess. But the there's somebody else that's also not a princess. Moana. No, Moana is the daughter of the the king. Chief. Yeah. Well, that makes you the princess. That's. That's why Maui picks on her when she's like, "I'm not a princess," Uh and he's like. Uh-huh. Okay. The there's somebody, now. there's a couple of them yes. in there that are not <laughs> princesses. And apparently there's a thing people are not happy about. Isn't Mulan? Mulan is, Mulan is not a princess. Right. She's not a princess. Her father is just a guy. Yeah. He's, and, and I don't even know if he's noble. No, he's just a dude. He's just a guy. Yeah. Yeah, he's just... But they're all in he that was, he princess. Was war, he was see, a war hero. There's a thing of the in the marketing... The Disney princesses, and they put them all in there, and so people are not happy with the fact that you're making them princesses when they were never princesses. Elsa. Yeah, and I think Elsa was not a princess either. Queen. She gets queened. Wait, she doesn't get queened at the beginning. Yes, at the beginning of the movie. She's a child. No. No, After her parents die in the ship, and yeah, so So she's not a princess for a time. Anna is a princess. 
but she's not in there. And Vanellope, is she a princess? In Wreck-It Ralph. Vanellope, yes, she is a princess. Because of her coding. Okay, so the only one that's in the movie that isn't a princess is Mulan. And Elsa is a queen, not a princess. Cinderella, Rapunzel. <laughs> Wait, you want to try that first one again? Cinderella, Rapunzel, Mulan, Moana, Snow White, Merida, Tiana, Aurora, Pocahontas isn't a princess. I thought she was the daughter of the chief. Who's Aurora? Just like we said about Moana. Sleeping Beauty. Yeah, nobody knows her name. Ariel. Sleeping Beauty. Sleeping Beauty. She's asleep for the whole movie. I know. Belle, Vanellope. Anna and Elsa. So Anna is in it. So she would be the princess. She's the princess of Frozen. Yeah, it's a thing. People are not happy about, but you know, people. You know how people you are. Gonna, you gonna watch a movie anyway. People, Don't act like you People won't. gonna complain. Um, people, I don't know. Back to our number one thing, students that want to talk more and they want a teacher, we got to find a way to- They have to pay for it. No, 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 it's not, that's not the question. The question is how do we get that, like one, how do we construct the classes? Because I would not, I do not want to do an online conversation class. Well, well, I would- If I'm going to do a conversation, it's going to be one-on-one. Because then we can actually speak much like a walkie-talkie, but we can actually have a conversation. Because yeah. once you add in a third person and a fourth person and try to do it over Zoom, it, it, it all falls apart. I mean, I've done online conversation classes with as many people as 15 people. But it's not <clears throat> is it? Um, I think it depends on how you structure it. My first lesson that way was it was a struggle to get them to talk. But then... Um, I would give them like, okay, next class we're going to discuss blah, blah, blah. And then they would have time between that session and the next session. That's not my, that's, I guess that's not my issue is not preparedness. My issue is the actual talking. No, it was fine. Like my, I had a couple of them that didn't speak very well at all. And I had some that didn't speak at all. But most of the, the group, I would say 12 out of the 15, they talked. And then because they were talking, some of those really shy ones then felt like you're, you're, they could. You're still not getting what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the software and people trying to talk and the, the bumping up of the voices that happens oh. because of Zoom. And it's essentially everything is one direction so that when two people chime in, mm-hmm. then you end up losing the conversation because then you got to stop and then you got to go and point this person and then go to that person. And then you don't really have a conversation. So I didn't have much of that issue. Well, then that means you just had people that you had, you had enough dead air between yeah. statements. And I guess that's my, that's my problem is you know, you have a time where you get the voices come in at the same time. I mean, you hear it in a podcast that only has four people. Yeah. And they start talking over each other. Now, because they're all American or whatever, one will stop and say, go ahead. Right. And then they move on. But in this environment, they don't do that. They just keep talking. Yeah. So then all of a sudden, you're... 
I don't know what any of you said. You know, two of you started talking and you kept talking and now I don't know, I gotta have you start all over and it just makes for a terrible conversation experience. I can see where that can be a problem. I didn't have that problem with the groups, the two groups that I had. One was a small group of like four, which it was a real struggle to get them to talk during the conversation class. And then the other one, with the much larger group, it was more interactive. We actually could talk about topics. We could share ideas, and <clears throat> it was it was more enjoyable for everyone involved. Okay. I, I still, I would rather, if I'm going to have a conversation and help somebody with their English, I need to have it one-on-one. I think one-on-ones are perfect. I mean, I don't have a problem with so that. let's get these folks scheduled, man. Let's get them scheduled. Let's get them scheduled. Look, you, if you want classes, you want to talk, your, your, your English is not great, we are available for you. If you've got friends that are struggling with their English, send them over. Because, and you know, our, our times are fairly flexible. Fairly flexible. And so, A lot. I mean, I'm sure that with the way things are now with the schools, there are a lot of people, a lot more than normal, that are not getting the extra help that they would have gotten before yeah. in school yeah. that are ESL students. Yeah. So <clears throat> now's the time to sign up, baby. Now's the time to get on it. All right, moving on. Um, quote. I'm making quote now. I'm, I'm, I think I'm going to start, you know, doing my own memes. Just because no one has said anything doesn't mean that what you are doing is good. Facts. Mm-hmm. Because so many, I think, people, especially in places that are quite autocratic, think that the because no one says anything to them, because if they said something, they would not be able to stay wherever they are because no one says anything they think that they're doing a good job and that's not what's happening what's happening is you're doing a bad job that nobody's telling you about I think even when they're doing a bad job and someone says hey this is a bad thing don't you you shouldn't be doing this they just ignore it so why would you keep saying anything well there is that too but that's the reason why people stop talking and I agree with you The, the problem that I have is the people that think you know, they do something, they get no feedback, and then they keep doing what they're doing, and then they come back later on and say, well, nobody said anything to me. It's like, because What's there was the point? no point in saying anything to you because you thought what you were doing was good. And you don't listen anyway when people tell you something right. like that. So then there's no point in ever saying anything. But I'm not here to fix your problems. Un- unfortunately, <laughs> this is a common problem that I've seen since we've been out and about in the world and it's starting to get under my skin way more this thing of not knowing how to do something but then bringing people in that know how to do it not taking advantage of the fact that you have people that do know how to do it because it makes you look not so smart it's like you then why did you one why did you ever bring those people over if you wanted to look smart you never bring in a bunch of people that 
are smarter, are smarter than, than you. you. Now, if you're smart and you do that, you're going to look extra smart because you did bring in people that knew what you didn't know and filled the gaps. Mm-hmm. And you utilized them in a way that made everything better. And that's the expectation I always have. Yeah. You know? No. You don't know how to necessarily teach English in an effective way to prepare students for an international style of uh, not only education, preparing them for, say, university or high school outside of your home country. You don't have that expertise. You bring in people who do, but then you tell them, we don't do it like this in this particular place. It's like, but... What you do doesn't prepare students for that other thing. You're only preparing students for here. But your students may want to go there. And you don't know what there is like. You couldn't survive there. Right. I don't even know we can survive there anymore. And so, you know, it's like, at the very least, at least we have the knowledge of what we went through when (coughs) we were there. And we know, you know, like... A lot of students, they want to go, a lot of uh, people in places like here, they want to go to the British schools because those are the only international schools available to them. Uh, There might be one British school and then there might be one American school that's well known. There are American schools around here. But like I said, that's well known that people trust, or at least it has the gravitas that they look for. And then, but they don't really understand what their child is getting. Yeah. They I don't, think that's they don't the get struggle. it. Is they have, I see these um, advertisements for these American schools all over Cairo looking for teachers. They're constantly looking for teachers, which makes me wonder why are you always, like you're in the middle of a school year, why are you losing teachers? And then you go to these expat pages with teachers and they're like, oh, the school was terrible. The parents were awful. They didn't understand the curriculum. They wanted their student to be a puppet, but that's not what we're trying to teach them. And then the parents, and we face this every country we go to. If we're teaching an American curriculum, we are expected to teach the students to think and learn how to think and problem solving in in the the parents don't get it and then it's a struggle for the teacher and then the administration wants to blame the teacher for any issues and then the teachers are like fuck it I'm out of here and so when I see I've been looking this week especially I've probably spent 15-20 hours job searching this week and I keep seeing positions open for August and September and that tells me that they already know all of their state of their foreign staff isn't coming back next year. Maybe. What? Well, I, I mean, mean I, I, if you're if you're if you are a school thinking ahead, you don't you may not assume that all are not coming back, but you know that based on just normal years, well, you here, lose a certain amount in, anyway. In Egypt, in particular, you'll see one school that's got like seven to twelve listings. That's a lot. It may not be. It may not be for their market. It may not be. I don't know. 
it's, it's kind of like the thing that we saw in Mexico where they would get rid of right, a 30, bunch of people. 30, 40 people in one day. Yeah, they would just get, I mean, it was just like the way that they kind of did business is they did kind of a clean slate thing, then start over the next year, or maybe they, you know, they do it every five years or something. Yeah. They do a thing. I don't know. Which is just odd. So, there you go. There's that. Uh, what else do I have? Um... I wrote, really just want to get out of here. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I, I wrote Egypt, Africa, and the Middle East. And then I wrote, is Egypt in the Middle East? <laughs> Which is a whole other conversation. I really don't feel like having it again. But something for y'all to think about. It, where is Egypt? I, I posed this question on Facebook, and from the people that I've talked to, just being here, um, socially, Egypt, culturally, socially, not in Africa at all. Geographically, absolutely in Africa. <laughs> but the the. The way that they see themselves here, the way that they think of themselves, it's all, everything goes back to Saudi Arabia. It's really weird. Not really. That's where they come from. Well, and they, a lot of, a lot of the students that I had, either their father or their siblings or their, somebody in their family lives and works in Saudi Arabia and sends money back here to care for the family. Okay. One of the students, her dad goes to Saudi Arabia for two, three years at a time. But that's not any different than people leaving Mexico and going to the United States. I guess. There really isn't. It's just weird. Why? Why is that weird? It's, it's literally the same I don't, thing. If you're planning on going for two or three years, why wouldn't because they live here. Okay, there's this thing about Egyptians and where they, they, they don't, they, they, what I was told was Egyptians do not want to give up their home. That's what I was told. Uh, this week, I think. Egyptians I do not want home. to give up their home. So they can't move away from it. They can't leave it. The physical building has been in their family for generations. They will not leave that place. But why would they and that means moving means leaving. Rent out or rent to a family member or something so that's still in the family and you just no, return. No, 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 I don't, this is not a keep it in the family, this is keep it in, within your nuclear family. And they, and also their connection is I am Egyptian. I need to be in Egypt. I am yeah. Egyptian. It's the it's the thing that they all say. You know what's really funny to me is I I've heard so many of the Egyptians say, I love my country and I would never want to leave. And in my brain I'm like, that's absolutely crazy. But it's no different than the way Americans behave. Exactly. At all. Nothing at all is different about it. And maybe that's why I struggle so much. I don't know why you struggle over something as simple as people in a nation that want to stay in their nation. Well, I'll, I'll, I would ask, like, if you could travel anywhere in the world, where would you go? 
Oh yeah. <laughs> you could go I anywhere that too. in the world. Money, money is money is not an issue. Where would you go? I, I would go to I would go to Upper Egypt. Yeah. I, I would go to Luxor. I'd go to Alexandria. What? Alexandria is two I'd hours away. I'd go to the away. Red Sea. Are you kidding me? Really? You're gonna stay in the same country. But you know that even even in the travel, when I when I've talked to students, they're only looking at when we say travel, they say somewhere in Egypt. Yeah. And then if there are a few that want to go other places, usually those other places are just other Muslim countries. Right, they like will they do not want to go outside of Dubai. those. Yeah. They don't want to go outside of of and I ask them like why? Like why don't you want to go anywhere else in the world? You know, and they always think that I'm saying go to the United States. And I was like, I'm not going to tell you to go to the United States. I'm going to tell you to go France or, you know, go to Europe or go to even go to like Asia. Why, why don't you want to go anywhere else? And they don't, they, they, it's like not an option for them. Well, yet, I, as a group, I like, have, I've had students say they want to go to China. These women have said they want to go and visit China. Oh, I want to go live in China. And one of them, I asked her, well, would you stop wearing your hijab? And she was like, no. And I said, then you can't live in China because you can't wear that. Why not? They can wear it. No, they cannot. Oh, they can wear it. They can see what happens when they do. But they They're can arrested. Wear it. <laughs> oh, they can wear it. I, don't, I have a feeling that Chinese people probably wouldn't arrest them. I don't think she'd get a visa. Well, that's, see, that's just it. It's good. If it's in the picture... Yeah. That's a whole other thing because then they could deny the visa just yeah. because they're wearing it in their picture and they that that's a thing. So yeah. if it's in their passport, sorry. But and I said, why did you walking wanna... the streets? I don't think I've never seen a hijab. Just, I know, just because you've never seen it, it's irrelevant. But the fact that would they be would the would anybody say anything or do anything? I don't think they would. They would if there was a congregation. <clears throat> That's where the the rubber meets the road when it comes to religion in China, yeah. and that could be anybody congregating. Yeah. Christians, Muslims, Jewish people. It doesn't matter. It's the it's them coming together that then the state will crack down on. But that takes time because they've got a. You're not usually coming together in the middle of the street, so. Right. You know. Um. And I also asked her, why would you want to go to a country that is putting Muslims in concentration camps? That's a whole other problem. She didn't even know anything about I, it. I asked and I the don't same understand thing. how you don't know anything about because it. Because they don't know anything about it. They don't have any any well, it's not gonna be in their news. Okay. And they're they don't trust anything coming from Al Jazeera. And That's Al Jazeera true. is the one that's talking about it. Yeah. So they talk about it almost daily. If they don't if they're not getting their news from a source that's not Egyptian, then all of a sudden, then they're not, Egypt's not talking about it. If Egypt's not talking about it, then they don't know about it. Right. Yeah. And that's why I keep saying, well, from an English standpoint, you need to get your news also in English. But if they did that, then they're going to hear about things that are not reported right. in their, in their news. Like, like the they knew about, they knew about, what's the French president? Macron? Yeah, they knew about him and his comments about Muslims, but they didn't know about the Uyghur. And, and that's because that's what would have been pushed yeah. by the, the media here. Yeah. And, and they're, you know, banning 
French products from coming in. Right. But they're still doing all the business with the Chinese companies. Right. Who are actively subjugating people. Raping, murdering. Changing their language, taking away their their forcing them to eat pork on holy days. No, period. It's not a pork on a holy day thing. It's a pork on a day thing. I can't even. I mean, come on. I mean, it's 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 everything, and this goes way back. I mean, this is like not new. No. Um, I mean, that was going on when we were there in 2011. Right. It, It started back before then with them trying to gain more and more control over that population. Mm. And it's just gotten, now it's just gotten to the point where the world is really paying attention to it because the Olympics are gonna go back there again. And they are now trying to act like they are, you know, good stewards in the world. And it's like, but you've got all the, and, and this is my thing is, if you're, if you're going to say that you're against something, like you're a country that's against this, and then you have the Olympics and you don't, and you participate, you're, you're now going against your own thing and they shouldn't do it. They, all of the countries that believe that what China is doing is wrong should not participate in those Winter Olympics that they're preparing for now. And honestly, I don't know why the Olympic Committee is allowing them to do it. Me either. It would be really easy, because it's only 2022, it's really easy to be like, yeah, we don't know if the Olympics are gonna happen. Y'all can stop building now, and uh, we'll we'll hit you back in, in a couple years. Maybe 2026, if you're lucky, maybe. No. You know, that's what they should do. They should. Because, and they can phrase it however they want, but they should just, you know, I, I am not it. liking the kowtow to China that is now happening in more than just one small realm. Yeah. I am not liking it all. I don't like it. I never liked it in the movies, but if it was them changing the film for the Chinese market, I don't give a damn. That's your country. That's your, uh, your uh, government. If that's what they choose to do and you choose to stay there and live there, okay, fine. That's y'all's thing. But I shouldn't have my media changed in the West because of what Chinese people might not like. I'm looking at you, Pacific Rim, too. Shit, I'm looking at you, Winnie the Pooh. Uh, You know, Winnie the Pooh is banned in China. Because... Because Xi Jinping looks like Winnie the Pooh. Right, and so he didn't like it, and all these memes came out, and next thing you know, you got Winnie the Pooh being banned. That's why they're talking about what they're talking about with WandaVision, that by the time Disney Plus is available in China, that they're going to have to change whatever they're doing today with that one show if Mephisto is a part of it. No, don't change. And see, that's what I'm saying is, no, screw them. Don't change anything. But they're, they're going to show it. To, <laughs> even, um... World of Warcraft, I think it was. That was an 80s jam. The character models are different in China than they are in the real game. Because if they show anything, like, like I think there's like a and they're they're really pixelated characters anyway. But the character no, there was one. It was in the pictures I saw. They were blown up. But the it was like one where it's like uh, the this part of the body was like torn away and then you can see like the ribs or something inside. They can't show that in China. So they changed the model 
completely to a like a totally totally different character for the game. And it's like stuff like that. It's like nah. now you that. saw the thing I sent you about Steam, right? I saw it, but I you gotta read it, man. Now China has its own Steam, okay. and there's 54 games on it. Okay. 54? No. Yeah, That's 54. It? That's it. That's it. Which when we were there, they stopped the they the community stuff. Yeah, they the took out the stuff. community thing because they were like, PUBG, let us have your game on our servers and they're like hell no and then they were like fine we're gonna take it out on steam then and they stopped it so that you can't use the community side of steam yeah the whole thing it's still that way linus did a whole thing on it that that so you that can't means you can't play with frank because i don't think he ever could though no yeah, I you don't can't think make friends. Right. So then you can't play with. You literally can't access the friends list. Yeah, it's gone. Can't it was gone when we were there. Someone a friend request. Mm -hmm. It wasn't a part of it wasn't a part of it when we were there using Steam. Plus but he doesn't have a now, to play game. Now the um they have a their own Steam. Like even the color of the Steam logo is now red. They've got their own have version. Your little crappy Steam and your Switch with like two games on it. Go ahead. I mean, I what I don't like, I mean, I get that a maker of things wants to be in the market. No problem with that. I do not want my media changed because of Chinese censors and you trying to get into the Chinese market, but you change the media outside of the Chinese market. That I don't like. I was... I was looking when I was job searching this week. There are thousands of jobs listed in China, and which is not new. That happens every year. But what I've been finding from a lot of these expat groups is that they're not issuing dependent visas because of COVID. You can work, but you can't bring your family now. Right, and so even say there's two of us that could work, we couldn't bring the children. And they've changed the dependent visa so that now anyone over the age of 18 cannot get a dependent visa. They have to be enrolled in a Chinese university in order to be there. And so I'm like, why would any of these parents go? A lot would. And uh, it, well, no, a lot of them aren't. Like, no, I think they're a lot turning of down would jobs go. left and right because yeah. they can't take their kids. But that's one group. There's a whole other group behind them that would take it, take that up. Take, that they're single kids, sure. But Maybe. then um, there was a woman who was like, I have a 15 year old. You know, I wanted, I've been offered three different jobs in China, but none of them are offering dependent visas and I can't get a dependent visa. I'm a single mother. What am I supposed to do? I'm like, go choose a different else. country. Yeah, don't go somewhere else. Hey, look, the brain drain that's going to happen in China will be immediate. It's already happening. So, okay. They had... I don't, I'm, I don't have a problem with that either. Because of all those teachers who had gone out of the country during Spring Festival and couldn't get back mm -hmm. in for the exactly. year. And then only if their visas were valid could they get back in without doing all the all the hoops. That's the only way families are staying in the countries. If they already had a, a dependent visa, they are just renewing them. They aren't issuing new ones. And okay. look, I I was just this like, is what China does. 
This is how they do their how they do their business. So as I'm looking for positions in Europe, I see all these listings from Ireland. I was like, we all want to go to Ireland. Let's take a look. You're care. just around along for the ride. So I'm looking in every single position. All 48 of them are listed for Ireland, but they're relocate to China. Every single one. They, they know that they've got to get people to look elsewhere. No, they got to get people that are looking elsewhere mm-hmm. to look back at China. Because honestly, if if I, I have always told people you need to go to China if you want to, like everybody should live there at some point in their life. Yeah. You know, and Great see what it's actually see what it's like. Nah, I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking about the social aspects of no. living in China. Yeah. Everybody should experience it and then go somewhere else yeah you know because it's not going to be for most people it's not going to be a positive experience so live there for a time a short time two years maybe and then move on but everybody should experience they're it. getting really desperate i mean i've I don't seen care if they're i've seen I'm, I'm glad they are that actually. are like uh sixty thousand us dollars a year for teaching high school english and I'm just looking like, holy shit, how how bad is it? But I know that um, I have a friend, she and her husband have been teaching in China for several years. Her, her son was accepted into a Chinese university, and this week she posted that as of March, her teenagers will be in Seattle, and she and her husband will be following shortly after. And I asked her what's what happened, and she's like, "I can't talk about it publicly yet, but we have to. We're going back. We we need to get out of China." And I was talking about how much we want to get out of Egypt, and finding positions abroad right now is almost impossible. Um, and she said, "Yeah, that's why we have to go back because outside of China, it's impossible to get a job." And she's like, "Have you considered going back?" And the idea of even going back for a short time makes me want to cry. But see, for a short time is worse. Yeah. Because of all that you have to get built up uh-huh. to live in the United States. It's not like you're you not, can you're not gonna rent have a, a furnished apartment. And no, it's, you can. It's not like you can it. afford to rent a furnished apartment because you absolutely can do that. You Everything that we've done abroad, you can do in the U.S. It's just how much does it cost. Right, and we And the cost that. is a real thing, and how do you get around? And you're not going to try to find buy a car, so then how do you get that, from that place to place? That means you have to live in a city with public transportation, and... Hopefully it's not, like, super dangerous. Right. You'd be in public transportation because that's a that is a reality in some cities and then you know and i've never lived in a united like i've never lived in a city in the u.s where i've used public transportation i've never used public transportation outside of new york city in the united states i mean it's not really that big a deal i I guess in chicago i use the l one it's really not that big a deal it's just Going, if we went back, no matter where we went, that would be our reality. We would have to rent a place to live because we couldn't buy it. We'd have to rent a place to live, we'd, but we'd have to have jobs. Aaron would have to have a job. Keegan would, would have to have a job. job. And this is like just to basically afford... Living. 
yeah, the rental, the bills, the transportation back and forth, all of that stuff, it has a significant cost. Yeah. You know, and unfortunately, I don't think I can garner that much money. No, I was looking like, <clears throat> I actually went and looked that day when I started talking about it, where, where could you get a teaching job? I don't think I can get a teaching job, Hannah. You can. I there, mean, there are things that you can do, like Georgia and Arizona, and um, they would all have to be like a fellowship thing where you start teaching, get paid for teaching, but you still have to take classes at the same time to get your certification. And it's, I guess that doesn't really bother me that much, but because um, that's just what you'd have to do. I mean, would have to, I would have had to been doing it in Michigan, right? Um, and because of your so many years of teaching experience they put that towards your certification whatever um but like i saw a position in uh baltimore that you wouldn't have to do anything you could just apply and they you qualify already for this position and um i've seen the wire but it said that the cost of living for a family of four in Baltimore is like $3,000 a month. And you would be making less than 3000 a month. It'd be like, I don't know, 29 something a month. Okay. That's not enough to live on. Like I said, I... And save to get the hell out again. Like I said... Oh, uh, trust me, there is no, there is no scenario, really, unless things change drastically, and the next place was paying for the travel. There is no scenario that is go back to the United States for a year. Yeah. There, it just, it's just not a possibility, um, because you have to live. Right. And even for us to have a place that is like this place. In the U.S., we couldn't afford that. Right, we wouldn't be able to afford. Right, we wouldn't be able to afford it. That's the thing. That's the the part. The the I in this place is not that big, but that's that's the issue. This is the biggest apartment. And this is bigger than any apartment we've had in the U.S. I've never had an apartment in the U.S. You didn't have an apartment. I've ever. never. Well, I guess I lived in an apartment once in St. Louis. Our apartment was itty bitty. That wasn't an apartment, though. That was the front portion, front upstairs portion of an actual house. That was not an apartment. Well, I've lived in apartment buildings in the U.S. and Yeah, I've only lived in one of those. And then after that, it was like townhouses. I haven't really... I want to say maybe I lived in an apartment. I did live in an apartment in outside of Detroit, Milk Park. That was an apartment. But when it's just two people. Yeah. It's not really that big a deal. Not so a when you're four. Right. When you're looking at you needing three bedrooms. I, I remember I think we lived in a townhouse that had two bedrooms. The whole second bedroom never got used. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It never unless somebody came, which that never really happened, so it was just an empty room. It had a bed in it, but it was an empty room. Um, 
Yeah, I, I'm not, I haven't really done a lot of, I've done all of my apartment living outside of the United States. So big. It's, it's mostly, <laughs> basically been houses and townhouses for the most part, not apartments. When, when I first moved to Grand Rapids, we... Which a townhouse would be great. Had an apartment and then we moved from the apartment to a townhouse literally across the street in the same complex. And then we bought a house. I mean, like I said, townhouses are, as far as I'm concerned, in the rental market, if you can get a townhouse, you, I mean, you're good. Yeah. I mean, yes, there might be people on either side, but they're not above you and they're not below you. And that makes, that makes the whole living experience totally different. Yeah. Because living in an apartment when you got somebody beneath you that is, you know, cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Or above you, cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Jumping on the floor, you know. It's the whole kind of living that's it. Um, okay. Well, I guess we keep looking. We're always looking. Especially now. Because opportunities, I'm sure, are going to pop in and go away very quickly. Oh, no yeah. matter where they are. So, I have we're, all these we're on the hunt. Out. If you know a thing, contact Karen. Please. Because we are... Willing to go, but we're not willing to stay in the Middle East. No. There's a lot of Middle East positions. A lot. And those are the ones that are starting, like, March or whatever. Like, no, I can't. I can't go to Oman. I can't go to the UAE. I, I can't stay in the Middle East. I, I can't stay and work in that environment. Like, I'm too... Yeah, you found out that... I'm too this foreign. Is, this is... This ain't the environment for American women. <laughs> I really want to tell the former boss, don't ever hire an American woman ever again for your own safety. Hey, they, they unfortunately, I think they uh, here in Egypt, as far as like a, in a general sense, they do not understand any foreigners. So because they don't really have a lot of contact, there's so much that they don't understand about how people from Western countries operate, how they think, you know, the you know your the way you have problems in your business would not be problems for us in our business because we would have already thought about this stuff and talked about it and met about it and you know it's just like everything that is inside of the business is handled a different way. Mm -hmm. And that's where the frustration comes in because you're looking at it going, you're having a problem with what? Why are we talking about this now when there's nothing we can do about it now? Because basically we were supposed, we should have done something about it two months ago. And And as someone like me who, I spent years running offices and being an office manager and training and um, it was something that I really enjoyed, but then when I had the children, I discovered that spending time with little children brought me even more joy. <laughs> so when I walk into a business and I see from the first step in the door all of these problems that I could easily help you fix, but yet you're telling me I'm the one with the problem, it's really difficult for me as a professional 
you don't have your secretaries sitting there gossiping at the front desk eating chips and popcorn while your students are standing in front of them and they shouldn't be answering a cell phone instead of you know the, the business phone they shouldn't be saying hello what do you want or you know hello instead of saying thank you for calling blah 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 there's absolutely zero professionalism and when you bring that to their attention and they're like oh that's not a big deal here it's Egypt and I'm just looking like it's a big deal it's a big deal because now your students are complaining to us the teachers that when they call they don't get an answer or they leave a message they never get a response or they send a message in the WhatsApp group and no one ever responds but the teachers. That's a problem, but I, I can't. So I can't continue to work in an environment where I'm going to be looked at like I'm the one that's wrong and I have no idea what I'm talking about simply because I'm a woman. Well, there's that. But there's also because you're born. <sighs> yeah, because I said to him, <laughs> I said to the, the owner... And his wife one day, oh, I've done this job. I, you know, I run businesses. I've owned my own business. And he's like, but you've never done it in Egypt. And I said, business is business no matter where you are. The rules still apply. Just because I don't speak your language and I don't have your nationality doesn't make the rules different. But that's only, only someone that didn't understand business. I mean, yes, there's probably going to be cultural things that would get in the way that only someone who spoke the language and is from the culture understand. Of course, that's that's in every country. <laughs> but in the internal workings and running of your business, those things are there are there is an idea of best practices that exists that works no matter where you are in dealing with say governmental organizations or dealing with workers. Um, all of those things are going to be local. All right. Last thing I have is, it's about Texas. Oh God. It's about Texas people. I'm sorry, but in the oil capital of the United States, to be without power because of coal is psycho. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely psycho. I'm sorry, wind turbines will work when it gets cold. <laughs> Only if they're weatherized. And yes, but I mean, okay. You're cheap ass. Why? Decides not to weatherize why? them. But wait, why? Who? Okay. Who makes a wind turbine? That only can operate in warm weather. I don't know. Oh, I've never that heard of that before. No, 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 no. Not who buys it. What? It's like making a car that has heat in it. Who makes a car without that? Oh, because okay. because the car might go to, say, a hot place like Texas. They didn't have heat in any of the cars in Thailand. Just so you know. <laughs> but you see what I'm saying? Who makes the car for a country that says, we're not going to install heat? Like, we're not going to put air conditioning in a car that's going to go to Canada. Because they may never use air conditioning. Right. You see what I'm saying? Like, nobody does that, as far as I know. You know? 
So who makes the wind turbine that can't be out in the cold? And why would that be a package? Shouldn't that just be all wind turbines are able to operate from this temperature to that temperature in the world. If it goes above this, you're gonna have problems. If it goes below this, you're going to have well, problems. Well, I think that was what they have, is they have the ones that they say, if it goes below this, No, I'm saying all wind problems. turbines should have the same, because the ones in Iceland still keep working, and the ones in Greenland still keep and working. And the ones in Scotland still, still keep, keep working. So why can't Texas ones keep working? And why would you buy those? You see, you know that, I mean, okay, 10 years ago, Texas got a cold snap. Yeah. They've had the, they, so this is something that even if it happens every 10 years, what are you going to do? Keep not weatherizing? Yeah, that's what they're going to do. That's psycho. Here's the thing that kills me the most about it's this. It's like living on a hill that just had a mudslide. You have children dying because of the cold. You have families with significant amounts of uh, property damage because the pipes froze and you know you have all this destruction because they didn't weatherize because they don't have these regulations in Texas. Insulation would fix a lot of this. But then these politicians in Texas are saying well don't make this this one little incident you know send us back all these years and force us to do regulation. Dude, you should have been doing regulation all along. They don't want the regulation. That's just it. But they now the people the wild, are wild pissed. West. The people are pissed. Nah, the people ain't that pissed because these are the same people that were at that Trump rally. The, no, the, people, ain't, the people ain't that pissed. Because if they were that pissed, they wouldn't put those people back in office. That's what I'm saying. And if Ted Cruz gets reelected, y'all some stupid ass folks. If you reelect Ted Cruz for office, you get what you get. That's what I'm saying. He, he left. And so did another guy. Another, I'm saying, another guy left. I, don't, I really don't understand this idea. Like, I get that heat may not be the smartest thing in a place like Texas. It may not never get used. But insulation would help you when it did get hot. And it would help you when it did get cold. So, And then when it got cold, your pipes are not bursting. So insulation is a thing that would be helpful. It's just you're basically going to be using it to keep the heat out. Mm-hmm. Keep your costs low on your air conditioning. Right, exactly. That's what, and I don't get that idea that, oh, we don't do that here. It's like, but that just makes you a dumbass. Yeah. Because if you just did that one piece in your new constructions and retrofitted for your old, you would use less energy. But I don't think they want to use less energy because because they're the energy capital. So then they're like, we can just be off on our own and we've got plenty of energy. Until the grid goes down. People were being charged thousands of dollars in electric bills and they haven't had electricity for two weeks. I know that the other one, the other side of that is people that did have electricity are getting charged thousands and thousands of more dollars. Like, you know, over two weeks they're getting charged like $14,000 or whatever. Holy shit. Oh yeah. I should ask my brother if he's getting any of that because he's in Dallas and he's been posting that. um, He's had rolling blackout so he'll have electricity for like 45 minutes and then they have nothing for a few hours and then they get it back. See, I, I just, just in the electronics world, 
I, I would, if I owned a piece of property in that part of the world, I would definitely need a EPS. battery backup for my house. I would, well, that would be a, that would be like number one priority outside of everything else because just when it's hot, you could have rolling blackouts. You could oh, have yeah. issues with your. And they get a lot of hurricanes. Right, right. And... So you, 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 the potential is there that this is something that's going to be a good investment and you're going to use it. So having the. Those things are awesome, by the way. If you get your hands, thing. if you can get your hands on on something like the UPS, even if it's a small one. I'm not talking about just the UPS. I'm talking about something that can power your house when like it's conditioning the the power that is coming into your house. Yeah. So that it, when it does dip, you don't feel that dip. <laughs> your lights don't dim. Nothing happens. Yeah. But also when the power cuts all the way off, then you've got a system that will then power your house. Mm. So basically, you know, when it goes down for whatever reason, you're up you're up and running. We had many a time where the power would go out and we'd still be watching TV or doing whatever we were doing. But those doing. were individual and, right, UPS those are individual units. ones. But we still had them and We'd be looking like, why are the why is it so dark outside if we're still watching TV or on the computer or doing whatever we were doing? But that also saved a lot of our electronics, which is the thing that I think people need to start thinking about that they didn't really think about before is battery backups and UPS systems were in businesses, but now your whole world is dependent. Like you're you're using computers, you're using your smart TVs, you're using your phones, you're using all this stuff now that is gonna be adversely affected if you get brownouts, if you lose power, you know, all of these things can hurt your electronics. So it's like, it's time to start retrofitting your house with this. Right. And it, it actually makes more sense because now you got your computers inside of your refrigerator. Yep. So who wants the refrigerator to stop working because the motherboard died in the refrigerator? Because of brownouts. You know what I'm saying? I mean, there yeah. that's a reality. I think we had that problem. We had a we refrigerator did. that we had, a, had to have a replaced motherboard in yep. it. So And we were lucky that I had maintained the stinking warranties on them. And a lot of people don't think about that stuff. Like always keep your warranty on your well, electronics. When you think of a a refrigerator, you're worried more about condensers and yeah not the freon and shit like that you're not thinking about the motherboard i'm worried about the motherboard now yep i mean everything electronic you, you just have to i mean if it plugs in it shouldn't plug i mean we don't have a choice here but it shouldn't plug into the wall and if you have to plug into the wall that means you need a whole house system a whole house thing that protects everything. Yeah. And if I lived in Texas, that's exactly what I would do. It would literally be like the most important thing I could get. I saw a bunch of jobs in Texas, teaching jobs in Texas, and all I could think of was I, I, I would not want to live in Texas anymore than I'd want to live in Korea. <laughs> Why? What's wrong with Texas, man? Are you kidding me? Texas has got the good stuff. What good stuff? It's got the Trump voter. Oh, fuck. So we, so we can play real well, life Far Cry? We could. So, uh, no, I can't be in the same 
It was out there somewhere, yeah. Far Cry 5? It was out there somewhere. Hey. I, out in the hills where the billies live. No, hillbillies are in... Kentucky and Ohio and yeah, Tennessee. It's the Appalachian Mountains that you're talking about. You can't be a billy and no, live in a hill cannot, anywhere in no, the world. No, hillbillies are an actual people. They actually have... They come from a specific place. That they're, 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 No, you can't be living on a hill and call yourself a hillbilly. <laughs> if your name is Billy and no, you live on a hill, no, you're, you're a, hillbilly. a hillbilly. Congratulations. Oh, no. You've been you've been upgraded. No. Congratulations. <laughs> on that note, feel special. If you want to find the traveling fars, you can find us at the YouTube, Facebook, Pinterest, iTunes, Spotify, or wherever awesome podcasts are sold at the Traveling Bars. If you like the Instagram or the Twitters, Traveling Bars. If you want to email the Karen, travelingfars at gmail.com. I check it every day. And the blog space, thetravelingfars.blueberry.net. No ease in the blueberry. Don't forget to check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash thetravelingfars. Yeah, Patreon. We need more people on our Patreon. Definitely. You gotta tell them, man. I'm sorry. She's like all sleeping, stuff playing her game. Look at her. The GoFundMe is the traveling bars, and we have our merch shop. You can get the link in the description. Oh no! Uh uh-uh. uh. There, was a, the there. there was a game over there. There was a game over there. I told you. I told you. She always wants to act like, no, no, I'm not playing a game. Look, take a look. You've already clicked away. It's like my students. You've already clicked away. Did you see the one? I, I saw it today on Facebook. It was a um, a sheep that could barely walk. It had so much hair on it. It had been out for so. It was. It had been out for so long that and that it had seventy-seven pounds oh, of hair. And baby. the the type of sheep that it was at one time, they shed their hair naturally. But because of us, uh-huh. the breed now can't shed. So if it doesn't get sheared, yeah. it just keeps building. It, it was so big. It was like, if this is the sheep, this was the hair. The, it just looked like a little car walking around. Hair. It's fleece. But you know what I'm saying. The wool. Yep. It, would, it was, that is, it was so, it was like, it was like, It was like a dome with little teeny weeny legs sticking yeah, out the bottom. The, I watched the the show out like, of. If something day. attacked it, it wouldn't even be able to kill it. <laughs> right, right. Unless I, it got to its face, it couldn't kill it because it would just. It would get fleeced. I mean, it was like that thick. I all watched the way around the, the animal. This farm life. It's out of the UK. It's out of Scotland, and sometimes they go to like Northern Ireland or whatever. But um. They had a, a sheep who had missed the shearing two years in a row, and they caught her. Like, a lot of the sheep in Scotland, most of the sheep in Scotland, are, they, they're basically wild animals. They bring them in um, a couple of times a year to get, you know, checked for 
for bot flies and they shear them and they dip them and they give them their, their vaccinations and then they put them back out for um, breeding which is all done in the wild and then they bring them back in to lamb and then once the lambs are a couple of weeks old they put them back out and they're out in these hills these rugged hills for the whole rest of the time this one sheep two sheep had missed coming in two years in a row and they finally caught him on the third year and the one had 44 pounds of fleece and the other one had 57 pounds of fleece just from from not coming in and the woman said that was the only way they caught them was because they were so weighed down that they couldn't run fast enough because normally what they do is they just go up and they have the dogs run around and then they just herd them all down to the, the lowland and put them in the, bar, in the barn and do all the stuff and then they put them back out. I forget how many years that this thing had run around. It would have to be five or but six. But it was a long time. But they're, they're basically wild. So if you're a, if you're a, a mutton eater, you eat sheep, lamb and all that, whatever, and you get your stuff from the UK, know that most of it, I think they said 80% of them are are wild grazers. They don't have... What is that? Well, a lot of people want the free-range food. I don't care. I just like that. And a lot of people who eat beef want the free-range beef. And almost all of the the beef in the UK is all free-range. Like, they don't do the corn and they don't do all the other stuff. So I'm not I'm not a beef eater. I'm not a sheep eater. I want babies, lambs. I want sheep. I need one that has vegan AO. All right. I'll see if I can find one. You done? Yeah. We're out of here. Say goodbye to the people. Say goodbye to the people. Bye, people. Peace. to Aaron's Game Chat on YouTube. The video is about to go up. <coughs> Watch thing. Watch thing.